Give a hat on a hat. Tell him throw the flag. I knew it was you all along, Missouri. I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> I'm not gonna stop you for different reasons. I'm going hungry. Not if I put one to rock it. Episode 168, 169? Oh, it's 169, guys. How did you blow it? You blow it. This is the this is the whole reason we started mm-hmm. the podcast. That means it, we could not that means wait. It's... Because 69 was too on the nose. We were like, look, the biggest episode of our podcast ever is going to be 169. We're going to be going absolutely nuts <laughs> at the start of it. All you got to do, Sean, all you got to do is hit that number and me and Creel are going to drag us mm-hmm. on a comedy cavalcade for the next 45 minutes. You're just going to be sitting back with your hands behind your head and your feet up on the with desk. A, just fat-ass cigar sticking out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Yes, like a real mogul. All you're going to have to do is say the episode number correctly. Just counting count our pod books. now? Game off. Maybe siphoning a little bit off the top, if you know what I'm saying. Um, the uh, Yeah, that means it's been two years uh, since our 69th episode, roughly. More than that, really. <laughs> yeah, you know, 52 yep. times 2, 104, skipped, minus skipped 169. Couple, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's close. <sighs> Math, huh? So <laughs> we have we have the 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 inklings of the putting together's of a uh, puttings together of a uh, college football season. Yeah, the the crumbs are coming together. We're starting to build a cake, baby. Nice, nice. Um, so I guess the big news was the SEC announcing a delayed uh, season. In September, but um, and only doing was it nine or ten conference games? Ten. So um, we're finally going to get what we always wanted. That's true. It's a lot of uh, all SEC all year long, assuming the we still have a season. Um, do you think we actually? Because uh, it's it's pretty much a matter of time before baseball just gets canceled. Yeah, I think the the lack of a bubble uh, sort of I, – I think it's going to be a detriment to getting college football off the ground because if students go back to these uh, college campuses, it's just going to increase the likelihood that uh, student-athletes come into contact with people that, that uh, they're kind of separated from now because nobody's at school. And I think it's just going to eventually just going to trickle itself – into athletics and kids are going to get sick and we're not going to have the the full season we hope for um hankins if uh if baseball players in a bubble playing you know 30 feet apart from each other on the field is this a riddle is this a riddle if if a man has a fox a hound and a mongoose if burt bly levin leaves minnesota one side of 3 p.m (laughs) <laughs> Does a Rolling Stone truly gather no moss? 
Um, no, if, if baseball can't do it, then how can young, feasibly less immature kids, and I'm talking about just college kids in general, not just football players, playing literally on top of each other, how can, how can we expect that to go the same as a best case scenario, if not any better? All right, so I'm going to play Optimus here. Optimus Prime, that's what they called me back mm-hmm. in high school. Because um, I loved, you know, the number and three. You tr- and you truck um, those people up and down the field. And always trucking. Mm-hmm. So here's the deal. Here's what's different between college football and baseball. Baseball grown-ass men, millionaires, can literally do whatever the fuck they want to do. Also, they are having to fly. Um, and they're having to go to fucking other clubhouses and all this shit. Like their, their day to day is on a plane. They're moving around. They're doing all this. So they have some opportunity to go and get into mischief. At least with college football. Let's, let's say is that mischief a stripper. Whatever happens. Exactly. Exactly. Creamtown. Um, if they come back to campus and they are housed in their own dorm, and they attend class virtually, and they only see each other, then the possibility exists that maybe it can be contained if they test properly and do all those things. Now, that's going to be tough just because of sheer numbers. Mm -hmm. But if they do all that, also, you could sort of segregate them by position, practice that way. There's not doing a whole lot of full contact practices necessarily. Colonel Reb was There's here. certainly ways to work around. Hankins, <laughs> can I stop you There's... because you had me at the word segregate. <laughs> Jesus. Well, <clears throat> I know my audience. There's no actually, doubt about actually, that. Actually, Hankins, if, if I could pause you there. So that's assuming that there's like um, uniform policies across the conferences. Let's just take it's SEC and they're only playing in conference. Well, there, there won't like, be. You... So that's, that's the other thing is when the conferences decide we're going to do conference stuff, they're not going to come into contact with anyone who doesn't have the same rules. They'll never be outside of the conference rules. That's part of the reason you go to only conferences is the SEC can mandate you're going to do this. For athletics. Can for athletics, but I don't know if yeah. that's the same across the yes. board for all colleges. Like yesterday or two days ago, something like that, um, like Capstone – is is Capstone College? What is that, Hank uh, uh, Creel? Is that like a like a, a program within UA, or is that just the nickname? It, it sounds sounds like a like a like a department or something like that. There's, I don't even know what it is. There's some some department in, in UA that basically sent a very like carefully worded letter to all their instructors <clears throat> saying, if you don't think that you can come in and teach in person, then you need to go find another job so we can find somebody who will. So, like, if they're thinking about having their students in person, then those students are going to come in contact with the football players who are going to come in contact with, let's say, Ole Miss. Let's say Ole Miss is shutting down their entire school and they're all doing virtual learning. Then that gets spread to Ole Miss. That gets spread to another team. That gets spread to another team. I just... Every, sure. You're at, those are everything has to go possibilities. right, is what I'm saying. I guess I am, I am leaning on the fact that at some point... King football flexes its muscles in these schools and says, hey, you like them checks that roll in here because of King football? Shut this bitch down. You're not seeing any fucking football players. Uh, We got Wi-Fi. I don't give a fuck. 
I'll teach the class. <laughs> Guess what? New dean of history <laughs> is Ed Orgeron. Oh, shit. So don't worry about it. Uncle Ed's got got the kids teaching. So th- that is, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I'm saying that the money will always yeah. win. At the it end of the day, the money, the money has the power to win, and the money has the power to say we're going to do this this way because this is the only way. Um, by the time we hit, shit, it's here. Like we're in August, so like that stuff's got to be happening now. So at some point, somebody's going to have to flex a muscle. Yes, you everything, all the risks are there. I'm just saying there is a way I think to do it within the constraints, with not having to actually make a bubble. Essentially, you turn each campus into a bubble for the for the athletes, and that's that. And we do it for football. That's just we just like it's football. We we all agree that football pays the bills around here, and so we make special fucking circumstances for football. That's the only way it can work. Yeah, I. Um, <clears throat> how do you think it should work? Do you think we should try, or just in the in the best interest of everybody, just shut her down until? the spring or, or next fall. I, I think they're off to a, so, a decent sort of plan is, is a wait and see approach. You know, the SEC says we're not kicking off till September 26. Uh, the PAC 12 has done the same. They were originally going to be like September 19th. They said, well, we'll, we'll do one more week so we can, I guess, sort of have everybody lined up. The big 12 is still shooting like for, I think August 29th, Oklahoma plays. So I think delaying it uh, from, you know, the beginning of September to the end of September, let's, People have another three weeks to see what happens between now and then. Um, and maybe, you know, by the time we hit September 1st, things are looking better. And if they aren't, maybe they can kick the can down the can down the road a little bit further um, and readjust. So I think that's where they are now is they know that, you know, in good faith, they couldn't start on time. So they'll do a one-month delay, cross their fingers, hope everyone, you know, wears masks, washes their hands, uh, doesn't go into any COVID parties, and everyone's on board to get this to work. Yeah, and like, I am of two minds of it. Do I think the smart thing to do is to shut the whole shit down? Absolutely. I think that that is the most effective thing to do to fight the pandemic. However, I don't believe we're going to shut the whole shit down. When I say the whole shit, I mean literally everything. Yeah. And we're, we've demonstrated we don't have a willingness nope. to do that. So, and of on the other mind, I am of the mind that free will is a part of this. Now, everybody should get to keep this. Nobody should have anything taken from them if they don't want to play. So if we put that thing in place and these guys say, I want to go play, then I have to respect their decision to want to go play. And I want the adults in the room to get together and figure out the safest possible way for them to go play an already extremely dangerous game. Yeah. So they've already risked their lives, their whole lives, to play this game. Um, and if they want to do that, I think it's possible to figure out a way to attempt it. Now, you have to have a, a, a button that you push that says, all right, we have to shut yeah. it down. That's just a part of the deal. But yeah, I am, I am not a hardcore, no, this is a bad idea, because it's a bad idea, let's don't do it. At some point, you mitigate all the risk you can do, and life has to go on. Um, and I'm not saying this from the position of, I want to see football. I absolutely want to see football. Of course I want to see football. But 
we're, we're all, we got free will. And I don't mean that some own some freedom ain't free or whatever. I don't mean that. I'm just saying, if you make the decision that you want to go play under the, under the uh, protocols that they put forth, then I'm okay with you trying to I do that. I did see that video of you in uh, Whitefish, Montana, um, coughing on people um, because they asked you to wear a mask. Free I mean, will, baby. Look, I had a, like, a lot of hack in me. <laughs> you were on that that Karen's unhinged uh, Instagram profile. My beard just swoops to one side, and that's right, baby. Um, yeah, no, I get it. I I, I understand, and you know, I guess I guess. I mean, canceling everything, especially if you're one conference, and then you know you're the first conference to do it, and then all, the other four are like, well, now we're gonna fucking play. Um, then you're kind of, you're kind of left holding the bag, but, um, so I guess, yeah, uh, you know, wait and see approach on, on the month is, uh, is the right thing to do. So like, let's take the pandemic out of it for just a moment. Let's say it all works, right? Let's say it works. A miracle occurs and it all works. There's no giant breakout. We don't kill a whole football team. It, It all works. Do we ever go back to the old schedule if this works oh, out? I hope not. I, I, I hope we go back to <clears throat> one uh, one um, at a conference game, one big one, like the yeah, t- kind of like the Tony Snell this, of uh, of matchups. <laughs> I kind of hope this is sort of the uh, you know this gets the ball rolling on. Hey, uh, playing eight conference games in these four you know Joker Joker teams if. Uh, just just can't feasibly work it's not it's not a good product um when you play mercer alabama a&m or you know new mexico state i know everybody needs a little bit of vanderbilt yeah i know everybody needs some money to make their football programs work but you know it's just it's just not fun some of those games so i think maybe even if this pushed up to nine conference games uh would be i think beneficial to the fans and to the players and to everyone involved my God, we're just so we're just ready to write off small college football. Absolutely, mm-hmm. we're just they ready can to play kill each it. other. Yeah, they can play each other with what? What are they going to use to play these games to buy uniforms? Yeah, fucking free market, baby. What are they going Freedom. to do buy buses? Ain't free. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying is that like we're all we're all have lines where we'll make these. We're ready to make a cut wherever we're ready to make a cut. So, but yeah, I mean, it will, it will essentially kill it. I mean, no one's forcing uh, a team to schedule uh, an Oklahoma or a USC or, or an Alabama or an Ohio state. Um, you know, so even if you still have just the, two out of conference the bills, games, the bills force it. Oh, I mean, I mean, waiting on this, this, this I mean, uh, if you're already, if you're already in Alabama, no one's forcing Alabama to schedule Ohio State. There will still be some very good top flight teams, top one and two tier teams that will still go the route of a Mercer or New Mexico State if there are only two out of conference games. Sure, but that means that there's two teams that would have gotten some money that aren't going to get that money anymore. Maybe like one team per team. So like 190. Hankins, there have to be winners and losers. That's what life's all about, baby. It's about the rings. It's 
about them rings, it's about winners and losers. Who's got the rings? Who don't got the rings? So, Hangins, do you think that the current... I mean, only like 0.6% of college football programs are going to die. Sure. This is (laughs) 0.65. I mean, it's it's not even a real epidemic. Um, So, Hangins, and this is an honest question. I'm not trying to, like, logically trap you because that's... proven to be impossible but the um if so do you think the current system is equitable or do there need to be more out of conference teams so that more smaller teams can schedule more big dogs what we have now seems to work and i'm i'm not look i'm not even saying that i like it i'm just saying it is the system that we have built and if we change that system and we don't put in any allowances for these schools that are funding athletic programs off these money games that they play against these big time opponents, then we're just ripping. We're t- that money is not going to be replaced by anything else. I'm saying that's wrong. So you gave me my money. Now you're going to take my money just because then I don't think that's cool because you certainly worked out your, uh, you worked out your, run schemes, you scheduled me because you were going to play a team similar to the offense I ran, and you got some good practices out of me for all these years. I took my lumps to play you guys, and now you just cast me out. I don't think that's cool. Fair, right? I'm not worried about that. I'm saying it just ain't cool to do that. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I don't know that like the top, top-tier, top-flight programs should be responsible for funding the smaller programs just because we – we moved up from an 11 to 12 game schedule, you know, what, 10 years ago, however long it was. Fair, but they jumped in the bed yeah, with them. true. I mean, I'm not, like, yes, I'm, I'm saying everything you're saying is fine and fair and equitable yeah. as far as, no, the responsibility does not fall on Alabama to fund Mercer's athletic yeah. program. It does not. However, Alabama's been fucking Mercer for years. <laughs> Now, all of a sudden, Alabama's wife says you can't be cheating them anymore, so they're just throwing their hands up. Mercer's got three or four kids that Alabama fathered and uh, has been keeping it You're hitting a little too close to home right now, Hankins, and I do not appreciate it. (laughs) So, come up with a way that Mercer can eat. Take care of your kids, Alabama. (laughs) Take care of your kids. Look, I'm fine with Alabama just donating it to the damn program if we don't have to watch... Three plus games of bullshit. Me too. I am fine. I'm fine with that. If you tell me that the big conferences are going to supplement these, if they're not going to play these teams anymore, if you're telling me they're going to supplement these teams, and you put a you put a finite number on it, you put a number a, a number of years on it, whatever. I'm just saying, don't make this switch and then forget about the teams you feasted upon in order to get here because they sure as hell they paid that. They paid the money, but they also made the money because those games were always at the big school stadium. So, point being, you you fucking made the bed. You, you now you gotta lay. It. I did not have college football on my bingo card for the one area you're more socialist than I am on. <laughs> yeah, Hankins, let's not get you like a, on a, whether or not we should tax Jeff Bezos anymore. Oh, old, old Bernie, old Bernie uh, Hankins, huh? Yeah. I'm just saying. The top, the top one percent of FBS Division football uh, doesn't get uh, more than two percent. Pretty good, Bernie. That's a good. Man, that's pretty good, Bernie. <laughs> Feel the burn, Sean. 
Am I crazy? You're, am I, am you're, I you're not. You're crazy? not. I just. I, I feel the same way about your argument. The same way you feel about mine. I. I don't inherently disagree with it. It, it. Is it unfair to them? Yes, but like. We we change we we changed from uh you know the the whatever you call the pre BCS era to the BCS era then we changed it to the fucking playoff area uh era um we'll pro- we're probably gonna expand in God knows how many years and then these kids are gonna have to play you know uh, you're gonna have to go zero and zero uh, and sixteen sixteen and zero to 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 win the championship um I just think that you know things change all the time and you know some programs like it. Do I want every school in in America to have program? Of course, but like, I just you know some programs just they they weren't built to maintain a football program forever. I mean, it sucks, but like, is the world going to change if Rice doesn't have a fucking program next year? No, those kids will go elsewhere, and you know what? It'll actually no, no, they won't go elsewhere. The cream, also, no, they won't go elsewhere. The cream will rise. <laughs> the better one the wins. Cream will rise now, top. now on cream your cream. like to your point, that does mean less kids would be able to go to college on scholarship. Yes, and I'm I'm not even going to throw that in. I'm going to say less kids are able to go be professionals at football well, because well. of it. How often do you get a, a Terrell Owens or a um, I don't know Jerry, Jerry Rice, Rice, Steve McNair? Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the list can go pretty yeah. deep. Um, uh, Robert Mathis, <laughs> go Bulldogs. I'm not even I'm not even going to get into the fact of HBCUs in yeah. this. Not even going to touch yeah, that. Sure. But that's what I'm saying. Like you are reducing the capacity for these people to get tape. Yeah. There's no, there's no other way around it. There are fewer opportunities if these small colleges can't sustain. Or, also, there are few opportunities for the fuck-ups to go play at either. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, somebody's going to get killed in this game. So, all those programs that were D1 schools, maybe they slide down a division or maybe they join the FCS or any of that stuff. But you just keep pushing it down, and at some point... Somebody's going to get pushed out for a thing that they had nothing to do with. I think that's the answer. Not to mention, where the fuck we're going to get our coaches from? Relegation. That's the, nice that's the answer to everything. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm more inclined to, to agree with you than when we started this, just based on the, uh, you know, if, if things happen the way I'm arguing for, then... Uh, <clears throat> um, less kids would have the opportunity to, you know, get a get a sociology degree or you know a marketing degree or something like that. Um, Creel, what do you think? Eh, I mean, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll see. We'll see how. It plays I don't out. give a I, shit. I don't know. I don't have a strong a strong monster. lean one way or the other. Say Chun-Li. Uh, there's some good points, and uh, you know, I think maybe maybe I jumped on board. Uh, too hastily before thinking it all out. So you know, we'll wait and see who survives, or if or, or if there's any big changes <laughs> made. Literally, I, it, I, I would think that that the changes that we're talking about will be kind of slow because assuming we have football next season, everyone's locked into these contracts to play Mercer week two and mm-hmm. uh, you know and Middle Tennessee week week thirteen. So it's going to be hard to sort of get the ball rolling quickly without uh, you know everyone having to 
pony up a whole lot of money to do so. Now, this does bring us to, like, an NFL blitz level of, like, weird situations that college football could could come into. Like, I mean, <clears throat> an injury is an injury, right? So if Trevor Lawrence gets COVID week three, that's that's an injury. If if half of Alabama gets COVID, that's an in- half of our starters get a, get COVID. That's an injury they can't play. So like Absolutely. we've ne- we've yeah. never had a team to have. I mean, save from fucking Marshall, but like we've never had like a team to have you know fifty four broken legs and they have to forfeit a game. But I mean, the stakes are very high to fucking separate and sanitize. So I mean. I'm just glad Nick Saban's our coach right now, and it's not some, like, you know, drunk idiot or fucking Mike Leach. Oh, 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 oh Ole Miss, Ole Miss will not have a... Mike Gundy. <laughs> yeah, Oklahoma State, half that team will have COVID by week three. <laughs> He'll, fucking Gundy will give it to them thinking that he can just get it out Mississippi of Mississippi State will have COVID by week one. The Grove will be wiped out. Cause Mike Leach is just going to show up making coronavirus. Uh, he's going to bring, like, you know, he's still going to be, he's just now going to catch on to the coronas, like the beer jokes. Uh-huh. <laughs> that we all started in fucking February six months ago. Six months! <laughs> the, the world has gotten so crazy, I forgot Mike Leach was in the SEC. Yeah, dog. What? <laughs> Len Kiffin is the Ole Miss coach. That can't. Be. <laughs> that, that can't. Be the egg bowl is going to be lit, mainly because all, all their players are going to be sick, and it's literally going to be Mike Leach versus Lane Kiffin on the field. <laughs> no helmets, no pads. Has Mike Leach left Key West? <laughs> it's going to be like that charity basketball game between Jimmy Kimmel and Ted Cruz. It's just going to be two sad old men out of shape, and no one wins. Bowling. Balling. Ooh, we got a tough schedule this year, though, guys, right? It's a tough schedule yeah, we got on, on I think it's deck. a tough, tough schedule for all SEC teams. Doesn't matter if you're at the top or the bottom. Uh, who are, 10 is going to be difficult. Who are, the, who are the two other East teams that we drew? They have not disclosed it yet. There are a couple of options that are being batted around, but I think we're going to find out this week. Oh, man. First the VP announcement, now, uh, now this. Gosh, yeah, what a week. Phone should be blowing up. Tell me about it. I mean, it's got to be like Florida and Missouri, right? That's who it is. We're going to get Florida and Missouri. Uh, yeah, I would. I would imagine that uh, they're going to want to get eyeballs on this thing. So putting Alabama against one of the other premier teams in the East will draw eyeballs. So I wouldn't be surprised if Alabama draws Florida. Um, Certainly, with that Week One game open for Alabama, yes. Uh, is it probably open for Florida too, right? Yes. I bet Florida had an. Out it's probably of open for everybody it, except for South Carolina. Just yeah, yeah, that's probably about it. So yeah, Alabama, Florida in week one feels about right. What a surprise! We have to play the top three teams in the East. <laughs> I bet they'll all yeah, have an off week L- before too. LSU will probably get Missouri and Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, so yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. it'll happen. And then who's their one hundred percent? Who's their other? Uh, who's their? Is it Kentucky? Uh, they play Florida. They play Florida every year, so they'll throw them a bone. God, 
I mean, LSU is ba- is basically a C plus team right now. I was gonna say I don't even know what what is LSU this year. <laughs> I mean, it was only like what are they? it was. I mean, it was a week after the the uh, the championship game that we were talking about them losing their entire team, uh, their their quarterback whisperer, and a couple other coaches. So yeah, so <laughs> I don't I don't have a clue. Man, that is so crazy. As I don't have a clue what anybody. No, it's is gonna. It is year. literally. It's going nobody. to be NFL blitz. It's going to be just an insane. Just close your eyes, pick a team, and hope you have a fast guy. That's all it's going to be. Because I don't know who our quarterback is. I guess it's it's yeah Mac it's Mac Attack. And this actually, this is okay. probably great for uh, uh, Bryce Bryce Dallas Howard. Who's what's the guy's the kid's name? <laughs> Dallas Bryce Harper. I don't know. I don't know. I know who you're talking about, but I have no. I hadn't. I just assumed there'd never be sports again, so I stopped. Bryce Young. Bryce Young. This is probably the best thing for Bryce Young because he can just like, if there's no, if there's an abbreviated season or something like that, then like, how do you treat red shirts? We don't know anything about anything. I hate this. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. It's wonderful. It's all (coughs) wonderful. This is. This is re- like this is refreshing. We have just hit reset on the whole thing, and we're again. I said last week, let's just try it out. Let's try out everything. Play with twelve guys. Play with eight guys. You worried about social distance? Seven motherfuckers on the field. Let's do it. Seven on Put seven. Put two punters on the field. Get them scoreboards ready to accommodate three-digit scoring, and let's go. More balls. Less balls. <laughs> Uh, when was daylight savings time? Uh, let's see. That was like March. Cool. It's every March and November that it hits. Cool. This clock in here is still an hour behind, so I guess I'll just wait Whoa. until November. <laughs> yeah, you're closer to that than, than the other one. So <laughs> it, says, it says 144. Um, <clears throat> oh, boy. What do we do? What do we do? Well, who who are the three teams? Who are the teams that you would want to play, Creel? Uh, I mean, if you want to play the worst teams in the other division, you want Vanderbilt on there. Do you, you probably though? want South Carolina because both are Vanderbilt's the bottom of the bottom. South Carolina, if they're if they're like operating a hundred percent, they go six and six. But remember that um, that eats up those teams for for West teams. And what if Auburn? has to play Florida and has to play Tennessee. Right. And then they somehow pull out two out of three of those games with Georgia on the schedule as well. Right, right. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I think there's going to be a lot of uh, backroom wheeling and dealing. Um, I do think the TV rights are going to play a major role to make sure that they – to get eyeballs out on the screen. Um, They're also in this – so the way the SEC has got it set up is you play 10 games and you have – one off week during the year two, and then everyone has an off week before the SEC championship game um, in case stuff has to be uh, canceled and rescheduled. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. How far uh, would they would they possibly move the Iron Bowl out of the last week and put it earlier in the season? Probably not, but the Pac-12 has already moved USC-UCLA to week one. So I guess anything's possible uh, with this new schedule. 
Phil Fulmer would like Tennessee to be Alabama's eighth straight game in revised 2020 schedule. Yeah, that's that's how they usually like it. They like having Alabama playing eight games in a row, then they play Tennessee on the theory that it tires Alabama out, but Alabama's been winning that game by like 25 points every year for the past like 10 years, so his theory doesn't seem to work. It's just a, a lame talking point. Does this make it easier or harder on the guy on the on the, or the panel of people who uh, pick which SEC team uh, game to play for CBS? Mm, good question, because there will be five games a week, and <laughs> that would I think that would make it tougher because there seems like there always be a, a good matchup among the I just imagine two or them three good matchups trying to to sober him up uh, as quickly as possible like Marty McFly at the uh, the end of Back to the Future Three yeah get him some wake up juice well, get him some wake up juice shot in the back by Buford Tanner over a matter of eighty dollars Marty don't stand there what a movie I'm gonna watch right. that today. Speaking of Back to the Future, uh, I was on Cameo. Do you guys know what Cameo is? Yeah. Looking for some cool starlets to give us some, give us the Iggy on some stuff. <laughs> that might be TikTok you're talking about, but Cameo is the is the app where uh, um, they're not a sponsor, but they're welcome to be. Um, where you can basically like pay money to quote unquote celebrities um, if to uh, like record. Like a ma- when I said getting some cool starlets to give us the Iggy on stuff. I don't know what Iggy is. Do you know me at all anymore? I don't. It's been so long. Look it up on Urban Dictionary. You love it so much. <laughs> see, see if that's true. Not, not if it's not trending. Um, but Dave Wanstat is on Cameo, and for fifty four ninety nine, I could Whoa. get a video <laughs> of him saying, <laughs> "You want to go pit? Hey, you want to go pit? <laughs> Do you- Why did you bother telling us this?" Why are we not learning this by yeah, receiving we, a video? We need to spend that this money. Is Dave Dave spend wants, the fucking money. Dave wants that is li- like it would be any less enjoyable. Uh, Dave wants that is listed as a former NFL coach from from the col- from the Chicago by, of the cup. Co- oh, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Dennis Bad Dennigan in the boot bag. God damn. <laughs> Dave wants that is listed as former NFL coach, college. I can't read. Chicago Bears. Chicago Bears. Chicago Oof. Bears. Not the Dolphins. Not the, uh... Not you, Pitt. Yeah, I want to go Pitt. <laughs> Straight up Bears. Not his assistant. Was that his last stop? I guess. Not, I not, don't not, think it was. I think Pitt might have been the last stop. Isn't he still on Fox? <laughs> uh-huh. He is current Fox analyst. Yeah, he's, 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 he's on that show with uh, Matt Leinart. Right? He's there in their college crew. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. An urban. Can we get him to do a cameo that says, listen to Throw the Flag Football every week, and after you do that, do you want to come to Pitt? Why can we not Yeah, we get, we, we get to dictate what he says, and right? Coffers. And then get, no him to say, yes. get him to say, you will not replace us after that, maybe, possibly, <laughs> definitely. Then get him to do a bark. And well, the also it says here on the profile that uh, Tiki Torches and You Will Not Replace Us are required in any script. Mm-hmm. So, well, sweet. We don't have to pay for that. Yeah. Um, guys, I think it's time to wrap it up and uh, perhaps uh, with a healthy healthy stream of Stat or Chat. What do you think? 
I think it's about that time. Let's get it. Okay. Um, are we hitting a theme? Is there a theme? Look. Do you, do you have time for a time. theme? I don't have time. For okay. A One day there will be I a theme. so many irons in the fire. Uh, stat or chat. And tell me if this is a dog whistle or not. Antonio Cromardi. I will never know how to pronounce his last dog name. Dog whistle just from how you pronounced his name. Antonio Cromardi. Has more kids. Antonio spent his first check on a Ferrari. More like it, am I right, guys? Antonio Cromarty has more kids than the Dolphins had points at this at the point in this season when this meme was made. <laughs> <laughs> I need to read these things. That is oddly specific. Before I say that, was it like whistle. was in the was it in the first quarter of the first game or something? No, the the, the Dolphins like scored ten points through the first six games last year. They were not. They were wow. Like that's what. If, if if you can find me a corresponding meme that features Philip Rivers, mm-hmm. I will retract mm-hmm. the dog mm-hmm. whistle. Okay, uh, in the nine Super Bowls that Tom Brady and Bill Belichick have been to, they've scored a grand total of three points in the first quarter. Wow. Shat. That's a shat. <laughs> also soft shat. Soft shat. Also also not the um not the uh the the equivalent because it doesn't mention kids. <laughs> what was the back to the future one you had, Creel? Oh, it was it was uh, not Back to the Future related. It, it's a uh, it's a step by step the the TV the TV show related. Okay, okay, hit me, hit me, hit me. All right, so you know that TV show Step by Step. Yeah, yeah, it has uh, oddly the uh, if you listen to that theme song right before or after listening to the Family Matters theme song, it's the same theme song. Yeah, more or less, it's made by the same production company, both TGIF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Here's the stat or shat, as as uh, as you might. This better be Cody related. <laughs> I wish. No, it better not be. Cody Yeah, related. that guy's that guy's had some ups and downs. Yes, more downs. We canceled than ups. him. Oh, he's been a he's oh, a wife beater. He, he's an early mm-hmm. cancel. Mm-hmm. Oh man, he got kicked off the show because of it. Like 1996. Yeah, we didn't even have a we didn't even have a name for canceling mm-hmm. back when he got canceled. Uh, but my my tidbit for you to decide on is. There were there are more episodes of Step by Step than the Brady Bunch, and stat, big stat. That's a stat. Big old stat. That's a stat. That's a stat. Do you have numbers on that? Yeah, it's like one seventy to one ten. Like they outdid them. Like good lord. Yeah, they were they like made goddamn one. Se- I mean, it's one thing that it was back when seasons were t- were twenty twenty five episodes, yeah. but yeah. shit, man, that's still like nine fucking seasons of there, Step by there Step. There were a lot of episodes of Step by Step. You know how many roller coaster rides that is to, to I mean, start out with? Cody was kind of like their Urkel, so they survived even after Cody's uh, wife beating uh, episode. Well, you got Patrick Dempsey. You have that Suzanne Summers. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Wait, what? Suzanne. Summers? Oh yeah, Suzanne Summers, of course, was on there. Who mm. was Al, the tomboy? Oh, I, I do not know her name. Christine something. I'm very interested to see what Al grew up to be. <laughs> not disappointed. She uh, also, like, I think voiced a couple characters on Family Guy, too. I male male characters, characters she can like uh, Quagmire. This is Matthew Hankins. <laughs> oh, Statter Shat, Mar- Marquez Colston 
is the Saints' all-time leader in touchdowns scored. I guess not counting Drew Brees. But he never made the Pro Bowl in his career. Shat. You had me at stat until you threw the Pro Bowl bit in. Now it's shat. I don't care. What the, why, why are we adding that part in? Okay, okay. I didn't write these. Didn't write these. Just calm down. I mean, my God. Ironhead Hayward? He surpassed Ironhead Hayward? In, in less than one inning, Craig Kimbrell of the Chicago Cubs has walked more batters for than the Indian starting pitchers have this entire season. Wait, say it one more time. I got confused. In less than one inning, Craig Kimbrell has walked more batters for than the Indian starting pitchers have walked the entire season. I'm going to give that an incomplete because that is completely based on when the stat was taken. Yes, I agree. It was two days ago. So this season? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're talking this season. Oh, God, no. Baseball's been back for 15 minutes and everybody's a zombie. No, no. Shat, shat, shat. shat. I'm not counting any stats from this year. When some guy hits 416, I'm not counting that either. Hmm. You might not like this one. <laughs> Tuesday night, which was four days ago, or Wednesday was four days ago when they posted this, the Pirates snapped a 241-game losing streak when trailing by four or more runs in the seventh oh inner or later. God. Oh, my God. So many qualifiers. It's a Booby Whitlow, right? It's a shat. It's fine. It's a shat. I'm not, argu- I'm not saying just because I bring them to you doesn't mean that I'm saying they're all stats. You guys are the judges. I think that's a stat, though. I'm I'm the Howie Mandel here. You guys are the the sad or no stat. Yeah, deal or no deal. It's true. Chat. During his NFL career, where he started all 180 games, offensive tackle Walter Jones was called for holding nine times, which is just as often as he was invited to the Pro Bowl. Again, why are we tacking on the pro? Stat. I'm, I'm here for any that is offensive shat. lineman not holding stat. That's, I'm here for it. That's shat. once every 20 games. That's yeah. fucking insane. Shat. That's like an Orlando. <laughs> that's like an Orlando Pace never allowed a or uh, like. That's insane. Yes, you, that stat almost took Orlando Pace all the way to the winner's circle of the Hoss of Hosses tournament. Shit, man. That's that's less than one holding call per season. Even even if you win all nineteen, the San Diego Padres have never thrown a no hitter. The fa- the franchise has been around since nineteen sixty nine. Chat. Yeah. Come on, that's a stat. If not, the San Diego Padres are. I mean, no hitters are fairly rare. There, uh, we're a little more. We're getting more of them now. But my God, there was a lot of game. No, chat. Also, it's a Padres thing. They don't. When did the Padres matter? Tony Gwynn's been dead for years. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna like like the next one. Um, <clears throat> finally, with the California Angels, I think they were the California Angels back then. On June 14th, 1974, Nolan Ryan threw 235 pitches in one game. Shat. And never made the Pro Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) 
I agree. I bet there was a game where Walter Johnson threw 700. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he pitched 13, 13 innings allowed, eight hits, three runs, three earned runs. I don't think that was yeah. Uh, Ten walks, nineteen strikeouts, one home run, a three point six six ERA. I'm gonna say stat. Did they after win all the game? That. I'm not looking that up. Who cares? That's a stat for me. There, there was a lot of numbers there. <laughs> oh, that's, I think, all we got for uh, TTF 169. Uh, I'm sure we'll have plenty of news next week. We never even got to the uh, Pac-12 uh, where, where these boots are made for walking letter. So. I feel like I'm being baited, and I'm not. I mean, you don't like Nancy Sinatra references? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Too sexy. It's true. It's true. Kind of like Al from Step <laughs> by Step. <laughs> Ooh, you ain't lying. Um, anybody got anything else? I've got nothing. Does anybody want to shout out any more of our uh, friends using their full names? Christine Larkin. Mm-hmm. That's shout her name. Out. That's her name. That's your name. <laughs> Episode 169, Throw the Flag. If you like what you're listening to, tell a friend why Creole. Because we thrive on word of mouth. And thank you to Dave Wanstat for being our future spokesperson. Uh, also go to ttfnetwork.com to listen to all of our radio shows. And uh, if you want to support us in a more personal way, then uh, snap, a pic, snap a pic of them toes. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that conversation off air? Damn it. Now no. <laughs> I forgot that was off air. <laughs> Centos. Or go to patreon.com slash TTF and throw us a dollar a month. What's a dollar a month? Three toes? Four toes? Oh, snail, yeah. <sighs> Out. Surprise, surprise, so you rub your eyes Never knew you the yes, so cool as eyes Here to fight, then they'll be stupefied